0: Hello, hello, just give me a minute. We are gonna start going streaming live in a minute. I'm, uh, setting up two recorders, one audio, one video. And we shall go live here. Yes, okay, so we're recording. And one more button and we'll get going all right okay so we're just waiting for live stream confirmation and uh we shall get started here all right so we're live we are live okay so welcome to another
1: edition of uh our um let's see here all right so
0: welcome 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 How is everybody doing today? We are going to get started here. Okay, so I'm going to show you the difference between uh if you're on my podcast, uh, there is a live stream version or video version on my YouTube channel. Also on my um uh, TradingView under streams, just go to Quant uh sorry, Brian down QLN uh and just look under streams on TradingView, you'll find the video there. So what we're going to talk about today is um, when you use something like TradingView uh, in the world of, um, world of uh, Pinescript, and I have to tell you, the more I see Pinescript, the more I dig it compared to anything else I've seen when it comes to automation uh, and algo trading. Uh, right now, without a doubt, I think that uh, TradingView is probably the best platform on the planet just alone on the the technical and and, and the social and and all the fun stuff that comes with it. So, well, let's get rid of that. We don't want any more alarms here. Okay. All right, so like I said, we're um, gonna look at when to use something like Python. Python's pretty popular. Um, I'm gonna talk a little about, about C and C++. In the area of HFT, I've shown a couple of demos in the last few weeks on the capabilities with the data uh, coming from uh, TradingView. And uh, also I'm gonna show you a market making indicator that is available in the indicators of uh, TradingView or PineScript. So let's check it out. First off, I wanna show you when to use Python. So with Python, Um, What you want to do is um, basically, okay, so with Python, what you want to do is uh, look at uh, things like ranking, scoring. That's where Python excels at. I use uh, NumPy Pandas as the the core packages plus other ones, obviously specialized ones. There's a lot of good data sets out there that you can get real time. historical data sets to do really good analysis in Python. And what I'm showing you right now are just the various different types of analysis I do. I'm going to look at and show you, and I've shown this before, the ones that I've done in both uh, stock and ETFs. So so last week, you pretty well knew that the US government uh, credit rating got got, uh, dropped uh, last week, and it killed the markets for about two or three days, and it's bounced back today on Monday. So it's very interesting to see how many available stocks there are. Um, And you can see here as as just as one example of the top tier stocks to look at. Now you can choose a lot of the uh, highly volatile stocks as well. Um, With Python, I'm able to reduce uh, and only use uh, low volatile stocks. And these are some of them right here. So there's only eight that have been chosen for the last, uh, for today. Excuse me, because of the because of the down markets. So uh, these are them right here. You got stock symbol, then you got as I've shown you before. This, I think it was last week. The average returns uh, percent wise for the last 20 working days, 50 days. I've talked about the Arun up. We've got a recommendation score as well from analysts uh, of six is pretty good. Um, with uh, closing price, strong buys buys and selling in strong selling uh strong sell recommendations so obviously we don't want anything that has a sell or strong sell recommendation Uh, we only want strong buys so these are very strong uh very 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 strong stocks so in there you got etd ethan allen uh, hayward um, most of these you probably never heard of MTG, ESNT, RF. So these have looked pretty good um, just from that. Also, um this is where Python excels. This this can be done very quickly. Um when it comes to Python, when it comes to prototyping, I think Python's the number one language to do that. And with the prototyping and be able to, because it's an interpreted language, you can run a lot of these commands on. The command line in the Python interpreter and Jupyter, and do a quick and dirty way of building out scripts from that. And um, you couldn't, you can go the complicated route using AI and and uh, machine learning. What I'm finding with machine learning, it's overly complicated to get the same results. And from a lot of the people I've talked to over the years, a lot of them like simple analysis, simple ways to get. Um, answers and to, and, and to do that the best way they do it is by ranking filtering and scoring and that's it i mean they use a data set a pilot criteria you can see here i've got all of these that i'm using as you showed earlier those are a form of factor investing and and some people we go up to 100 parameters in my case i've got maybe two uh three maybe no more than 10 let's say so i'm able to rank based off that and then get really good stock picks from that and that's where Excel, uh, where Python really excels at. Um, you could do the same thing with machine learning. As I said, it's a lot more complicated, um, more math, blah, blah, blah. I just can't be bothered. And, and you're pretty well getting the same results using ranking and scoring and filtering off that. So, for instance, you see here, um, let me just show you one more. So a lot of these are spreadsheets and uh, CSV files. So um, in here I've got, uh, I, I upload these to um, that's something I have. I, I have to be very careful on what I talk about here. Um, you know, I have rules to follow doing streams on TradingView. So I have to be very careful. If, you, if you're if you interested in what I'm doing, just go into my profile and look at all my different social media, YouTube, my website, my telegram, and so on and so forth. So a question from, will the script use one commission because every trade I do is 035 so unless I'm long and win, the only winner is the exchanges I use. Again, uh, that depends upon your asset class. I'm just showing you very basic intro on this. Um, and, um, yeah, I only do long only, really. Uh, I only I do stock, ETF, and crypto. I can do Forex. Uh, that's a different methodology I use with a different platform outside of TradingView, um, but I'm consolidating everything into TradingView. So I just wanna show you how I get to the point of of stock picking. That's the whole point of Python. So that's what I'm doing right here. So um, there's different types of spreadsheets that I use. So, So for instance, let me just show you the market sectors that I use to rank. So what I do is I rank every start of the month. So we're in our seventh day of August, right? So in here, I have up to 64 categories available um, in the markets, namely in the US, some are foreign, and you'll see the different uh, sectors here. So the only ones right now producing positive returns for August is commodity metals, commodity agriculture, uh, Europe, real estate, treasury, and financial. So those are the only ones that, only sectors that are profitable right now. And I run this every day and this rebalances every day. And what this does with this spreadsheet, again in Python, it will go into each available ETF uh, from these rankings, and they're all from Interactive Brokers. And what it'll do is it'll go through each of the holdings of each ETF and then pick out the uh, higher weighted allocated stocks. And that's it. Because usually, if you have an ETF that's performing, you're going to have your weightings in those stocks of the better performing companies so out of that let's say with metal agriculture you're going to have a series of companies that fall into that category uh that are doing fairly well and they're very very defensive um in terms of lithium lithium not seeing the ranking uh i'll show you what what i what i have here so right now um these are the, these these are the top performing uh sectors for august and it can change by the end of august um okay so in there i can specifically then generate stocks for each etf that has a holding of a high performing stock so for instance um here are the etf performers now there's a set of criteria i look for as well so in this case we have turkey as the number one performer okay and we have I I could have more. Some of them are oil, some of them are silver, some of them are uranium, some of them are home builders, and that's what's performing right now. So to answer your question, uh hit, I can't see your name. I'm sorry. Lithium's not part of this. Um, so again, the only performers I'm seeing, or that's coming out of these ETFs, as it said, is silver, uh, steel, um. What else? Oil, oil, not oil itself, but oil services, any companies that are dealing with oil services. So those are some of the better performing ETFs and uranium as well as another. So out of that, each ETF will be picked out and some of them don't have a lot of liquidity to them. So I don't really use them. Um, some of them are really spotty and have a lot of gaps. So I don't use them. Um, but doesn't mean that uh, a lot of them aren't useful. And so that's how the ETFs come about. Uh, South African PGMs are also oversold. I'm not sure on uh, PGM, but I'm just giving you from a U.S. perspective on what's performing via the ETFs. Um, Hey, okay. Sorry, Graham. Gotcha. Okay. So we got you by name now. Cool. Thanks for all your input. I really appreciate it. So again, this is just an example. And again, what matters is the parameters I'm using to rank these. We have the returns on the 20-day, 50-day, as I showed you earlier. And then here um, uh, we have the the volatility ranking. So anything less than 4 is considered low volatile. And when you work with a stock that's more than 4.4, you're going to lose money with those particular stocks because of their volatility. And that's the closing price. Uh, PGM is platinum, gold, groups, metal. Again, I'm not sure. I, I've not seen that company at all in, in any of my systems at all. So um, I can show you some of the this, this, the companies. So this is the top performing ETF, as is, is, is an example, is Turkey. You do have some of the MSCI country by country. So there'd be Belgium as well as another example, and there'd be other available. Um, like I said, E I I F W, which is one of the oil services for the US, so that's a top performer. There was a Van X Steel uh, ETF that's done fairly well as well. And again, you're gonna see all those uh, companies as top holdings in those ETFs. Hopefully I'm making sense. And, and that's where Python is able to do this quite simply, just using the proper data sources I'm using and the proper um, parameters I'm using here. One thing I wanna know, let you know, as as call it a, a secret or one of the best technical indicators out there I mentioned this last week is the rune up and rune down. This right here uh, are signals. These are calculated through a library called TA-Lib, Technical Analysis Library, one of the best uh, technical indicators that I can tell you. And again, this is only available in Python. I'm not sure, I'm sure you can get it available in in, um, in uh in uh trading view. But when you're looking at the best performers, you want to know when the next breakout will happen. So this is where Arun comes in because with Arun up, that's an up signal, meaning a buy signal and it's rank- ranked from zero to hundred. So when you see it at hundred, it means it's, it's, it's coming that buy signal for, uh, for this Turkish, uh, MSCI ETF. Also, when you look at the Arun down, that's a sell signal. So if I was to load up my, uh, my uh trading view here. And if I was to as an example here, put in Turkey, let's see how it's doing. Um, so this is the MSCIT Tur- Turkish ETF. So let's see how it's doing. Turkey is an amazing place if you want to make money. Um ideas,
1: where's my super my super okay? Hang on here. Turkish. Okay, why am I not getting my super my super chart? I don't know. This sometimes, I'm, I won't say I'm fairly new to, that's
0: bizarre. I want that one, see overview, launch chart. Sorry about that. I'm blind as a bat sometimes. So here under uh, Turkish, you can see the spottiness that I was mentioning. So with that's a 10-second 10, 10 time frame. So let's be re- more realistic. Let's look at a four-hour. four, four hour. So that one still gaps a lot. Um, let's look at the daily. You can see how it's a really nice pattern here. So the signals that I'm giving you are pretty, pretty good. So you're going from $27 on June 23rd all the way up to $35. For an ETF, that's pretty good. That's a, what, a a 20% return thus far at the end of June. And we're getting a couple of good, nice, couple of nice green signals here. So that's a pretty good ETF to follow. Um, So that's something why I really value what this is generating. Um, That's just an example of a really strong stock, okay? So let me show you another spreadsheet here, and this is what's, Generated from Python, right? So uh, let me just go over to my spreadsheet. Should I show you another spreadsheet here? So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hold off, uh, Graham, the answer to answer all the questions because they're sort of outside of my realm here that I'm wanting to present. So um, here's some of the stocks here that are top performers. Okay, so you can see here we have the Arun up. We have the Arun down. So in this case, we have this stock called MF. Arun up, Arun down. So there's a a sell signal in there as well. And then you can see the volatility score there is 2.6. That's way too high. So even though it's a top performer, um, as an example, this is how you lose money if you're not filtering out for low volatile stocks. Just Just as a strong hint there. Um, I work off of that. I don't work off anything else. So this is something called Miss Fresh. You can see it's spiked like crazy from 50 cents to $33. Now, what will typically happen in that kind of stock? This will happen. So if I bring in a 15 minute chart, actually it's doing pretty good. It's held, it's held its own pretty good, but it looks like it's drifting down. It's like XRP after the lawsuit for with ripple. And it's just back down. But if you knew about this, you would have done quite well. You would have made six times the money. But when you look at, let's say, a yearly chart, yeah, this would probably be considered volatile based upon this big spike. So that's a fairly um, volatile stock. Uh, Let's look at this one, ICAD. So I don't know any of these companies, just so you know. And I'm going to show you the difference between that and a low volatile stock. So this one's called ICAD, ICAD Incorporated. This one, not too bad actually, but again, you can see what the problem is. It spikes and it drifts back down. Now there's obviously a news event that spikes that stock and it's it's something that drives it back down because um, just it doesn't have the fundamentals to keep the momentum of it, of the price elevated. So let me show you another spreadsheet. And again, these are generated from my Python. This is the advantage of Python because if you're using data frames, if you're a programmer that is, you can do a lot of ranking and treat within Python very easily in a minimal amount of code and treat it like in, an internal spreadsheet. That's the power of it. Okay. So let me show you another, uh, uh, another uh, generated uh, Excel file here. So if I showed you um, This is a low volatile here. So these are now been filtered out of the regular stocks. And here, um, considering we had a bad market, it's generated well over how many stocks? Pushing 400 plus stocks, okay? So a lot of those stocks are going to be useless. Look good, look good when they spike, but you've got to put out more... um, rank you got to do a lot more filtering and a lot more analysis on the stock itself to do it as a human it's very difficult i think that's where the automation and the algo trading comes in to speed that up where it can be done i can generate this stuff in less than two hours and it will go through literally hundreds of stocks but what you want to generate is exactly what i'm about to show you here this is the important one so this is just one example now this is uh ethan allen um, but it's a very low volatile stock. So
1: Ethan Allen EAD as an example, again, uh, sorry, ETD, ETD,
0: Ethan Allen Interiors, you can see it spiked there, okay? So um, question is, will that stock, so it's gone from, let's say, 25 the $35 here, and you're looking at June 23rd. So in, in in like five weeks, it's performed. A lot of people get all excited about their Magnificent 7. But when you start to see these kind of stocks, and they're low volatile, you got yourself a winner. The problem is, is the timing of it. So uh, that's a concern there. So what I want to show you is another stock, as I showed you in the ETFs, that was part of that, um, I think it's IEW, if that's Um, Let me just make sure. I think it's IEW, the, um, uh, yeah, it was an oil play. I can't remember the name of it. But out of that, as an example, which would be a good stock, is um, Marathon. Uh, Marathon's a really good one. And, again, this is the Python doing all the heavy lifting. You can see here um, on a daily basis, you're looking at a stock when oil started to take off. From twenty two to twenty six dollars, so you're looking in a very short time frame, at twenty seven percent. Jim, the question for you: is these are custom built um, Python scripts, uh, as I said earlier, on Trading Views, uh, Trading View <laughs> videos and streams, I have to be careful what I say here. So all I can tell you is, just go into my profile and look at I don't know the YouTube my telegram and all that stuff and, and you'll get more information about this sort of stuff okay so i've been doing this for 10 years in the last two three years i've been trying to push out all just the results of of uh, stocks and market analysis and and my latest surveys say nobody's interested in that they're more in the tech stuff so that's what i'm pushing now and that's what I'm pu- i'm putting out there so this is where I'm able to find these rock star stocks. So this is again, marathon oil. And as I said earlier, um, the best performing, uh, performing category of the lot was oil or, um, was oil services. So marathons, one of those companies that's done really well. Um, okay. So let me show you now. So that's the, Power of python is, is if you're a, a custom a coder and willing to put time into learning Python, you can do extremely well, regardless of your asset class because there's lots of uh, data sources out there that you can use uh, through Python some are paid some are free, mostly the good ones are paid, and not not that expensive actually um, and then you're able to suss out a lot of fundamental analytics, some can be technical as well as I mentioned uh, one library called uh TA Lib, technical analysis library, and so on and so forth. So, there's lots of really unique things you can do when you run the scripts and then run them against your data. Within a few minutes to a couple hours, you can get some rock solid stocks uh, out there. Um, so, let me go through. Uh, Graham said, "Also, yes, is, time is money. I would lose a hundred dollars. I'd rather I would lose a hundred odd to rather make five hundred bucks." I could go through the portfolio analysis, and we'll tell you that um, you can, uh, you know, when you look at your risk reward, uh, you may have to take a hundred dollar profitable trade, but go through probably ten small uh, trades to to make up for with with that, large tra- uh, with that large trade. But it's getting harder now to finding stocks that win especially if you look at the last three days since that cut in the uh, markets from Fitch, it's going to get harder. Um, It depends upon your strategy outlook or your, your, your market outlook and view the market. If you're okay to to short by all means, but again, uh, when the market turns against you and you're not watching it actively, you will lose money very quickly. Um, Do you offer, have an invite on discord? I'm not, I have discord set up. Again, if you just go to my, actually, you know what? Just just message me. That's the best thing. I do have a Discord available. Yes, I do have that. Um, okay. Um, all right. So let's get on with TradingView itself. Now, sorry, with TradingView. Okay. So hopefully most of you are know Pinescript, the custom uh, coding uh, language for TradingView from TradingView, Pinescript. Um, there's a lot of, I have to tell you I've worked on a lot of platforms I've worked with a lot of different what's we'll them coding environments TradingView is easily the number one I've seen. and even though I'm on let's let me pull up uh, Bitcoin as an example. So with Bitcoin um uh I I usually use Bitstamp as the exchange. Um usually uh when you look at these indicators there are literally any type of indicator you want available. Hundred thousand of them are available, and they're all open source, so you can get the code. So if you guys want to give me one, I'll 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 I'll, I'll gladly uh, put uh, put in. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let me, let me think. Uh, me. Uh, yeah. Let me let me think. Uh, SMA uh, one hundred. So here's a cross. This is a pretty reliable indicator. Very simple, right? So here, take profit, buy, sell, blah 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 blah. And the thing is, you you are able to look at the source code. Okay, so it's available. It's free. So that is the beautiful thing I like about uh, Trading View. The question is, when and when is the best time to get into a stock or any instrument available? on creating view to know when it's about to break out as an example. As I've shown you, um, the list that I have with the um, Arun, like this one right here, the Arun up is your 100, is a signal to say it's about to break out. And that's raw data from market data. So that's the sort of thing you wanna use that will show a potential, very high probability of a breakout. So if you're able to do that and know that that particular stock, like Ethan Allen, um, you know. So let me pull that back up. Uh, or uh, let me go back to
1: Ethan Allen. So you 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 saw that um, breakout that I just showed you for Ethan Allen. Uh, so ETD. Okay. So here's Ethan Allen, okay? So there's the breakout right there. Okay? So when I'm saying the Arun, and I'm just
0: giving you this as a tip, this is 100% accurate. So right there is your rune of 100 and a rune down of the cell signal zero. And there's your breakout. Right? So it it this don't lie. Like this is the number one way to get reliable breakouts. Uh, If you're aware of it, and maybe just maybe, let me go back to Bitcoin and
1: get rid of these um, particular uh, indicators. Okay, remove indicators. Okay, so um, as I've shown you, that works. That works beautiful, right? So, there's that. So, let me go through some of the questions here. Uh, so, uh, so there's a mention here from
0: Graham with Amazon. Let's take a look at that. Um, so, let's see here if I could find Amazon. I could do it this way. A-M-Z-N. So Amazon's a good example. So you can see it's, you know, $90.30 since April. Not bad. Um but let's say if I wanted to apply a rune signal on this. It's let's, let's just say if that exists or not. If there is an arun signal available in TradingView. So we do have an arun oscillator.
1: I have never seen this before just so you know. Um Okay, hang on here. So we want rune. And we want
0: this one. Okay, there you go. So basically what this is saying, as I said, we have a ranking between zero to 100 on the rune. So you can see right here, just as it's approaching the 100, you get your little breakout, but then you look next day, it pulls back. So if I, maybe do, I don't know, an hourly chart on Amazon, you can see here that this can be fairly accurate. If you got a signal here of zero and it's approaching 43, 45 positive and 100, there's your your breakout right there, or right here's your timing right here on the negative side. You can see here and it's moving up, boom. And And this is a very accurate indicator to show you if this indicator will work or not. Um, any charts on the hike and Ashi stuff? So it follows volume in my perspective. Volume, it depends upon what volume, if you're talking about the buy volume or the sell volume, um, Hyken Ashi is okay, um, but I'm gonna show you something that I just discovered today that works. If Depending upon if you uh, wanna trade Bitcoin. So, um, just to follow up, your target is uh, price
1: of 160. Let me just get rid of this indicator. So, um, where's my Amazon? Sorry. So right there, 160 is your indicator,
0: and it's gapping up. So it could. Uh, I guess if that's a, if you're using the indicator like a like an ashy and, and it hits, that's good. But again, if I apply the aroon let's just see what it says here aroon is a very good indicator that's all i can tell you um this this looks pretty good actually so you could see it it is moving up right and then you could see here on the on the sell signal and and you get with the ta, the TA lib in python you get a separate one for the buy signal which is the Arun up and a separate signal for the for the the Arun down but i bet you if you did take a look at the source code, you'd be able to generate that and customize the script for your needs. So you can definitely do that with the Pine script using something like this for a rune, just as an example. Um, okay, so I don't know how many of you guys trade Bitcoin, but this was a very nice, uh, a very nice uh, indicator I saw. Um, this one right here. Okay, so let me talk about. TradingView, if you are wanting to get uh, some of these high-frequency trading jobs that I've been posting on my YouTube channel at $1.5 million, some of them I just got another job description that's paying $900,000. If you you want those kind of jobs, they're all in C++, and you don't have a lot of programming or math skills, um, a good place to start is with TradingView in PineScript. But you have to be very, very proficient in math and C itself to get these kind of jobs. But with TradingView, it enables you with the with the with the uh with the 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 uh, envir- the development environment in um in uh trading view, it gives you a lot of advantages. So one of the things you really gotta know about are market making strategies for high frequency trading shops. And if you know how to develop those, that's how you get those jobs. Plus, you have to be a very, very, very proficient uh, coder in C++, as well as very strong in math. On top of, you have to have, um, uh, basically, you have no life, but with the exception of coding and the love of of uh, market analysis and that sort of thing. So, one of the things you need to know about are market-making strategies. So... One of the things that I found that blew my mind was this strategy called um, market maker balance, and I think that this particular strategy is only available for um, for uh, for um, Bitcoin. Okay, so when you look at this, this is unreal. Okay, so if you look at this chart now, and again, there's a sort there, the source code is available. If you look for that uh, indicator, uh market maker balancer, but you can see here this thing worked pretty impressively. Two weeks ago, I showed what uh trading can do. We talked about low frequ- uh, high frequency data. So in here, you have available your time frame of up to one second. This particular strategy in PineScript has been designed, I believe, for a five-minute time frame. But even if you look at the ten the ten uh, second time frame uh, this can generate some really beautiful signals problem is the data source which is bitstamp has very low volume in in data for Bitcoin you can see it's ticking along every ten seconds so I'm gonna switch Bitcoin to um, another exchange to uh, probably let's say uh, Bitcoin, uh, coinbase okay so uh, I'm going to move over to Coinbase and you'll see the difference on the 10 second. See how the difference on the 10 second, it's not spotty at all. There's better liquidity on Coinbase. That's important for this type of strategy to work. So even if I go to one second, you can see here, like it's really, really a really good set. These are near ticks. I've never seen a platform that offers you one second time timeframe uh, on this. So for instance, if you wanted to try this on a, if you just mark it like the cme which you can uh let me see if i can find that just to show you the difference between coinbase and the cme
1: so uh let's see here uh i know cme is in here so okay um there's there a bit um I know
0: there's uh CME in here, but it's not like this. The volume's nowhere as efficient as what you get on Coinbase, but this is a one t- second time frame. So if I load in a 10-second time frame for this market making strategy, you can see here you're going from twenty nine thousand to uh 162. And you can see here on these little dots and what they're indicating. This is a prediction on the direction of Bitcoin. So if I go to a five-minute time frame which seems to be a little more appropriate. You get these different little signals here. And I guess what it's trying to tell you is that it's accumulating. Uh, Once it goes green, that's when you start to buy. So you can imagine, because you can get the source code here, you can add in the order code into this strategy and be able to do all of this automatically 24 seven and be able to trade quite literally on near high frequency trading on Coinbase which is pretty incredible. Um, not many platforms can do that. And that's one of the advantages of what I want to show you with, with uh, Pinescript and that if you know exactly what you want to trade and what kind of trading strategy you want to have, uh, you can easily, easily do this with Pinescript, right? Um, and let me just show you the source code. So there's the third code for this, for this strategy. And then there's also the settings as well. It's very, very, very powerful. Um, and you could probably apply this. And then remember, this is a market-making strategy. And it seems to work pretty good. I mean, it's a, it predicts a few... Like right here, it's predicting a, it's going green and then it moves up in price. And then there's your signal right there. Pretty good. And what people are wanting from the comments of this developer, they want the alerts of when to buy. I'd go beyond that and actually add in the automated order mechanism because this this particular strategy seems to work really good so this is the power of mode of TradingView with pine script if you know what you're doing and you're able to build out customs uh scripts in pipe Py- in pine script and be able to build out fully fully end to end uh end to end automated trading with these particular uh instruments so let me go back to graham and jim uh yeah, so yeah, Graham, do take a look at the um the the uh, particular uh, uh Arun indicator. As I said, there is a nice one in here. Uh looks pretty good. Um do you have uh do you do you use the TV data streams? Yes, I mean that's what these are from. When you're saying Trading View, are you meaning specifically from TradingView? Um, it depends on what you're doing. Like obviously you can do live trading orders. I'm still not there yet with Trading View. Um, but I'm planning to move all of my orders and execution from the platform I'm on, which is MotorWave, and move it into TradingView. I'm using Kraken, but I'm going to have to use for crypto <clears throat> Genesis because that's the only available uh, exchange available to me in Ontario, Canada. Um, I'm also with Interactive Brokers. I'm also with Oanda. So that's the plan of action there. Um, so what I would do is I'd use the data streams from those brokers I'm on because usually you want to be um with the for data you wanna use um let's say you want to trade on interactive brokers? you probably want to use the interactive brokers data, so you want to have everything synced up and same with the forex as well um do I study uh head and shoulders cup and handle it's a seventy five percent accurate sorry that that is noise to me on Bitcoin oh, I see okay, um yeah, but all i'm showing you is just crypto's the number one seems to be the number one. Asset class out there on TradingView, especially Bitcoin. So just using that for as an example of the power what you can get with PineScript. It's just it's just unreal what you can do with PineScript. Um, thanks for the like, uh, Jim. Uh, sorry, we could try it and download your script. Okay, let let me explain something about the scripts and TradingView. I have tried to submit scripts on TradingView. They seem to be pretty. They're touching on a few things. If I took, let's say, this particular trade, this Pine script, I would just show you, the market making, modified it and resubmitted it to uh, TradingView, I'd probably get penalized and get a 30-day ban on TradingView. So you have to be very, very careful um, when you submit scripts to TradingView to be published. Um, so I've tried one, and it scared me enough not to do it. But my workaround is I have um, some scripts I'll be building out, but they'll be private and by invite only, if that makes sense. Um, That's how I'm probably going to get around that. Uh, So there's that. um, Oh, uh, streams to my uh, Python programs. Yes. As I said, I'm using data sets. There's one I'm using called financial modeling prep. Let me just try to pull that up for you. Um pull up a new browser here. So that's just one example source that I'm using. So if I go over to um the
1: Google search engine and I put in uh FMP is the short for it. Um
0: okay, I guess not. Yeah, so just as a source, you can you can use this with Python. Yeah, so there's the modeling prep. So right here, uh, this right here is one data source I use. It's very affordable and it does mostly, mostly, mostly uh, fundamental analysis. So I can do fundamental analysis on anything out there, ETF, stock, Forex, uh, you name it, stock ETF. it, it, It does it and it's all archived through and accessible through FMP. And you can do it for like $20 a month. It's cheap, and that's just one example I use as a data source. And there's lots of data sources. Obviously, I can use um, the brokers and exchanges themselves, which I used to use. I've done very well in crypto um, when crypto was hitting. I was running some very high-frequency trading scripts. I went from a small account of two fifty all the way up to eight thousand in two years. So I was doing two two over two years, twelve time returns each year um did really good and then i cashed out when crypto was starting to weaken and i did pretty good there i was pretty happy um yes so that as i said uh graham it's uh that's what i do is i just keep it private i've got a bunch of that are in development some i can release but i'm i'm gonna start getting more serious with the um the uh stripping in pine script probably this week uh it's an awesome arrangement where you can invite people in. I've got a few people already in there. Um, okay, so let's start. Uh, if you, you guys got questions specifically on what I've just showed you, the difference between Python and something like Python versus trading of uh, TradingView itself with Pine go ahead and ask in the in the in the comments. Um, so I'm just uh, catching up here. So Graham says he's 65. Love learning from you. Oh, thanks, uh, Graham. Appreciate it. I'm fairly new on TradingView. I opened an account last year, and, uh, whatever, nice starting day. Blah, blah. But once Interactive Brokers started doing the live trading back in October, I was like, I got to check this out. And last June, about two, three months ago, I started getting more serious on TradingView. view. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's probably the best platform out there. And it's the number one platform easily for just looking at, Analysis on anything, the technical with the pine scripting, that's pretty solid. Live trading now. It's just TradingView is a really, really excellent platform to be on. Anyway, I'm starting from the the beginning in the live chat here. Uh, Okay, so just going through everything. So you mentioned uh, PGM group metal. So let me go back to TradingView and take a look at that. Do you know the stock symbol of PGM? Uh, I'll just try to, is it PGM
1: as an example? Uh, If it's a stock? PGM, platinum. No. Oh, yeah, group, no, that's not the same. PGM, I'm not sure if that's the same one. Uh, I'll look at the daily chart here. Let me just, let me just get rid of these uh, indicators here. So, um, let me see here how I can get rid of these indicators. Sorry about this. I'm gonna kinda go wonky here for a minute. Okay, can I get rid of that? Remove indicator, cool. Okay, so we've got here PGM. Okay, so we got a daily chart. Yeah, I don't. No
0: offense, that there's not a lot of liquidity there. If that's the same stock, um, let me just see here. PGM is platinum, model metals. Yes, Rodinium. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of this chart. Um, there's a lot of reasons why. It just it seems to be manipulated. Based upon the magnitude of the bar sizes. So they're just not natural looking. I can give you a good one if you're into into a really good um, stock. There's one called OR. Osisko Gold Royalties. This is a beautiful stock. Let me pull up. um,
1: Or maybe better yet. uh, We'll go year to date. So... um, you can see here gold
0: has had a solid run from in this case $12 all the way up to 18 so 50% return when a calamity hits this will be a great stock to own and the reason I'm suggesting it is that this stock pays out royalties they do own a smelter they do do own they're based out of Quebec they do have a gold uh, another smelter for gold so they pay out royalties on top of the stock value as well. It's like having a dividend, but it's a really nice stock. And that's OR, probably the one of the better stocks to own when it comes to a gold plate. And uh, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's based out of Quebec, Canada. So I'm um, going back to uh, PMG,
1: now that we got a better chart here. Um, Just wanna make sure. So PGM, just to make sure, Yeah, see, it's just something not –
0: see right here these two bars? These are daily bars. It's just something tells me that this is manipulated somehow. Um, It's not natural or it doesn't have enough liquidity in the stock itself. So, yeah, it's a penny stock. That's why. Um, Yeah, so you got to kind of be careful of those stocks. There's bigger stocks to get into, um, like OR is a good one for, uh, for that uh also check out the chart guys with i think lori i haven't seen them before i'll do that
1: <clears throat>
0: anglo platinum um yes it's low russia is selling by the back door yeah um yeah Russia's an interesting play uh when they invaded ukraine with binance i spotted that trade where you could have made a lot of money with bitcoin and ruble over two months he would have made a lot of money and as well with the waves as well because they they were using binance as a way to get money out of russia and then on the exit sell that uh binance and buying up dubai real estate that's what a lot of the oligarchs were doing so i was watching that in real time uh yeah i'm not seeing any other questions if you guys got further questions don't be shy So I've shown you the difference between PineScript and the power of PineScript with that market making script. Um, If you're into Bitcoin and you wanna learn about uh, the chain analytics, there's a few indicators as well that are available um, for on-chain analysis indicators as well, which is something I've never seen in a retail platform, like a trading view. Um, And just being able to sit here and say you can trade on by the second or every five seconds or 10 seconds that I've never seen before. And that's why I'm really stuck on trading view as probably the best platform out there for that. And as I said, for the high frequency live. Oh yeah. You want me to take a look at Win? Yeah, no problem. Actually wins a good one. Um, For a while uh, the gaming industry was doing fairly well. Um let me just pull up a year to date just to show you that. Uh year to date. So right here in this time frame, right at the beginning of the year, gaming was doing pretty incredible. It was one of the best sectors to be in, but it went it started all the way back here in December. So it went from 57, it's double in a very short period of time. I don't know what drove that. I think it's probably an o you know, like the pandemic and the uh coronavirus uh revenge spending, this is one of the benefits of it. Winded did really, really good, and it's a low volatile stock as well. So you can see here it's gone range bound, dips back, and these sort of things I don't like. But the one thing I'd like about a stock like this, even if it gets hit, which it did, but look at how long that recovery takes. It's very quick. And there's a lot of lot of lot of play here, and it's a low vol- volatile stock. Definitely. Something that uh has done well. Oh sorry, it looks like you got the wrong stock there. W H Y M. Um is that W H Y N. I don't seem to see it. W H Y N, is that right? W H Y N is that what you want me to look at, Graham? Yeah, it's it's not
1: coming up. But uh that win is a good one. That's a very good one, actually. Um but I think that will come off
0: as travel and leisure. Um, some of the airlines were doing really well about a month or two ago. When uh, So, for instance, I'm trying to think of uh,
1: UA, United Air, Airlines. Um, yeah, UAL, I'm sorry. So that's just as a comparison, you see it's gone from –
0: it's gone up twenty-seven percent in a very short period of time. Excellent, excellent uh, sector back in the day, but you can see it's come off now. And as well, this is all this is all synchronized between the gaming and the travel industry, airlines as an example. So, something to be aware of. Also, any ideas on X P E N G? Um, is that the Chinese uh, car manufacturer? X P
1: E N G. I don't see anything on that. Oh, uh, is, so am I looking for this symbol X P E V R? Sorry, X P E V.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Um, I'd have to do an analysis on the vo- just to, to see the volatility score on it. Um, and if it's as I said, if it's under 0.4, then that would be a very good stock to have. Problem is, is when you see these spikes and it drops back, I don't know if this is manipulated or not, if it's a let me see if it's a penny stock. Yeah, it's not really, it's a mid cap. So right here is the critical juncture if it's gonna rally back up. But because it's a daily uh stock or t- a, a daily time frame. It's kind of held its own pretty good. Um, It hasn't had like a lot of steep declines. That's an encouraging sign. But it really depends upon where the markets go if this will continue to move up. That's a hard one to say. But again, I'd have to run it through my Python to get a better analysis on it. And, you know, check out the Arun and all that fun stuff. So that's something I'll have to take a look at. But that's not a bad chart. But... Um, if you compare that to, let me pull up, uh, MRO just as an example, Marathon, that's a current, a current stock that you might want to look at just for comparison. So let me just get rid of this thing. You can see what I'm trying to tell you is when you get a stock that does really well and when the, when, when the credit market or or a creditor cuts the U S credibility and it barely 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 hurts this stock you know that this stock can and most likely will continue to move up whereas a lot of stocks have gotten hurt really badly um as if you want like i've seen some stocks get hurt like they lose a lot of money uh last week because they just are not you know well managed or they're not um don't have a strong ford guidance where Because of that, their stock value comes down very quickly. But Marathon's held its own really good. So if you compare that to something like this, um, you want to be in a stock that that holds its own really good. And you can see it's already recovered from the declines of last week, which is pretty good. And that sector is fairly strong still in oil. So um, there's that. Oh I see. So uh okay, so this one XPEV the car Chinese car because Volkswagen bought 25% of Yeah, that'll be a strong and that's a good strong outlook as well because it it says something about uh Volkswagen's view on on the stock as well as the car manufacturer. So that's obviously a good a good move where that will move up. One of the car manufacturers that has kind of done okay is Stellantis, which is like, you know, Fiat, Chrysler, um let me just see if I could find it here. Stolantis. Um I just can't remember the name of the symbol. Stellantis? What Stellantis.
1: Let me pull up uh a uh browser here. I don't know. There's over thousands of stocks there that you can't
0: obviously uh memorized but let me just go here for stellantis s-t-e-l or no it's s-t-l-a i think it was yeah stellantis so they're based out i believe denmark so if you want a decent stock that i've been seeing uh is that one s-t-l-a um that one has done fairly strongly and again same thing it hasn't dipped back it hasn't Drop back a lot. It it's held its own pretty good late last week. So if there's another solid run-up, maybe just maybe from 18 to $20, so 10% increase. But this is one of the stronger players. And um yeah, so uh um another one that has done fairly well is Honda. I don't know how it's been doing lately. HMC. Let me give you some car manufacturers I've seen lately that have done really well that have been very low volatile. Um, so you can see the gaps here. That's the problem because it's a Japanese company. But from a long term hold, you got from 30 to $31. I don't know. Like here you can see it, 30 to 31, I guess, is something to get excited about. Yeah, let me take a look at some of the Fibonacci. Um, so let me go back to that one company you mentioned. H was it XP XPEV? Yeah, this one. So I'll I'll pull up the um uh okay. So we are looking at an hourly view. So let me show you something to look. Th- See how it's all spotty along here? All the gaps. A lot of people like their gaps, but this is where it gets dangerous when it gaps down. Um you want to find stocks that have a really good, um, like, for instance, Marathon. It's a little better. doesn't gap as much. Um, or Bitcoin's another good one. You can see there's no gaps at all. Um, so that's kind of like what I look for as well because um, the gaps can be dangerous when they gap down. And way markets are now, they could probably uh, not crash, but they could based upon some really negative catalyst that comes in the market and everything can't, you could can lose money very quickly. And if you're, if you have a stock that gaps down, you can lose a lot of money very, very quickly. Um, so I'm going to pull up the Fibonacci. We'll look at the XBEV. So there's a variety of uh, Fibonacci here. I, I, Fibonacci is not bad. I um, can't remember which one I use.
1: No, not that one um there's so many fibonacci um so i could talk
0: to you about fibonacci maybe it's this one no
1: this is what i'm saying i do get confused by i think it's fibonacci retracement uh let me think here what what uh indicators do you use um yeah so right here
0: uh just so you know for educational 618 is your golden golden zone you want to be in uh for entries anywhere between 618 and 786 can be your golden entry so you can see here depending upon your time frame as well daily chart um we're in the golden zone so this is not a bad stock If momentum comes back in the stock so it's a good entry That's what I like about Fibonacci you can use it for um, entries uh, and exits depending upon your tolerance. So let me just get rid of that. Um, So yes, gaps going up. But what I'm saying is right now, uh, the problem is with the stock market, um, there is momentum in the market right now. But if you listen to the guys like, Peter Kiff or um uh more on the uh the Doom the Doom Doom and Gloom guys on YouTube. Uh everybody's saying that the market's gonna crash and a lot of people have gotten out of stocks and are not involved with stocks because if you have equity um portfolio with equity in it, you probably could lose quite a bit and they're recommending you get out of all your equity, just from what I'm hearing. Um, So something to consider Um, right now. I'm just surprised that uh, the markets have bounced back and they probably will continue to move up, but it's hard. It's really shaky right now. But on the other hand, you have other um, other um, like goals, not doing as well as it should probably goals, not doing it well at all. But when you look at um, if you're into, I know us cannot buy into um, CFDs, but just as an example, you know, you got a nice run up here from 68 for oil all the way up to 82 in a month. Like, that's what I like to see. Just a solid rock, rock solid trend up. Another one that a lot of people don't know, Um, maybe, I think this is going to start to move up really well, is the Euro-Hungarian as well. Um, You can see that's kind of moving up. But if you look at a five-year plan, you can see, when bad times hit, this this currency pair does quite well. And you can see we're probably in early stages of the next run-up for Euro-Hungarian. Um, That's a Hungarian, I can't remember the name of the currency, but that Euro-huff, as I call it. Yeah, you sell out a profit, Bill, as you said. Lots of earning reports due in the next couple of weeks, yes. And obviously the big ones for are I think, Apple, Amazon that have already hit. But that's where the FMP comes in, the financial modeling prep, because you're able to use the um, the forward guidance I used to write for Seeking Alpha, um, and they were nothing but a that website is nothing but for, uh, nothing but fundamental, and the best one of the best indicators is forward guidance. So if you have a company with three years, five years of really good Ford guidance, yeah, you want to be part of those companies. If you only have a company that won't even put any Ford guidance out, I wouldn't put money into that company because that's a reflection of the company's confidence in their own future. So it's just something to be aware of with Ford guidance. And that's the other thing I like about with what I've got in those spreadsheets I've shown you. Um, Right here, the, the recommendations, that's from institutional analysts. So that's a rating supplied by Yahoo Finance. And these right here are very important. Strong buy and buy again from institutional analysts. And if you could find those that don't have any sell or strong sell recommendations, those are stocks you want to be part of, as well as they have low volatility. So that's what you want to find. Finding them is the hard part. But if you find them, you have a a very strong indicate a very strong probability you'll do very well with what I've already shown you tonight. Um, with some of these stocks. Um, Yeah, so anybody else got any questions? I think this is our most active uh, stream on TradingView. I appreciate that. But Let's not be fuels. We're watching you go for greed. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, there's lots of ways to measure greed in the markets. Right now, I think the greed is not there. Like like as an example, obviously, uh, Bitcoin's the ultimate example of that right here. Um between twenty right here in this move up from let's say ten thousand all the way up to sixty thousand. That's a classic FOMO greed trade. People just didn't want to miss out on that. And that has done really good, made a lot of lot of people a lot of money. But if they don't know what they're doing, they're hanging on, boom, and then they get fooled on a run up. And then boom, they they they'll they'll do buy the dip, and they'll do what they call the hodl hang on for dear life investing, look where they end up. They lose probably 90 percent of their investment if they're starting from here or here, right? So it's not a smart way to trade. Um, So yeah, greed is a factor, but you got to know what's moving and what's not moving. So as I said earlier, if you're a Forex trader, and I do believe if the markets get very bad, the place to go will be Forex, will be currency. So this is going to be one of those trades that's done really well. I mean, you're going from 311. To 420, that's uh what a 30% return. Pretty good. There's a better uh pair out there called um actually another one is the US dollar and the Thai bot. And that one did very well as well. So you can see here again from February 21 all the way up to 20, October 2022. If you knew that trade, you could just sit, sit there, not trade in, in stocks, trade in. Certain currencies like this one, you would have done very well from 30 to 38. So you do the math there. That's a, um, another thir- close to 30% return in a year, just holding that. Um, so the defense trades are not gold. So if I was to show you that, compare that to gold as an example, I'll just use XAU USD, which is the more popular one for gold ETF. You could see, actually, no, I always forget. Currencies are, have low returns. so. But here's the thing about gold that really gets to me, is that everyone thinks gold's great. On this run, yes, gold will have been done. If you hang on to gold, you would have lost money, and then it would have come back, and you would have broken even between here and here. But if you go back uh, all all year, all time, you can see gold, a nice run up here, hung on to your gold, you were lost money here but you would have made it back but that's like january 11 that's a 12-year trade to make back your money that's what you call an opportunity cost yes uh, as i said um graham the buy the the buy the, the buy the dip does not do anything and as i said earlier um for all those crypto traders um Right here, you would have lost money buying the dip. Buy the dip. I'll buy the dip here. Look what happened. I'll buy the dip here. It goes down. This is the early stage that buy the dip no longer works because you have a higher probability of the markets going down. So you have to look for instruments that will move up. Gold, silver. And here's something that you might not be aware of. Let's say if I bring in the DXY, the US uh, dollar index, right? I get rid of this comparison. But what I want to show you something here, so that's the U.S. dollar. Everyone thinks that they'll buy gold. So if you buy gold, right, uh, again, gold, U.S. dollar, right? You can see gold, you'd be up 30%. But if I add in silver, XAG USD, you could see something here that silver at times will outperform the gold. So again, that's where the automated trading comes in to know these sort of things. So along here, you know, you'd be not uh, right here. You've been up a few percent, right? So that that matters. But everyone thinks that I'm going to buy gold and US dollars. So let me show you another little thing here as well. So if I bring in gold and US dollar, right?
1: I'll we'll get rid of that. I'm just showing you things that I've seen. So here's gold. In uh, U.S. dollar,
0: okay? So if I started showing you other currencies, holding gold in other currencies, namely something like the yen, you'll see the massive difference here. Um, so you can see there, look at the difference there. You got 28% holding in U.S. dollar, but you would be up almost triple by holding it in yen. And why people like yen is because it's low volatile. Okay, And it's nothing but up and up and up. So everyone thinks that's awesome. That's great. Well, guess what? When you look at the price of gold, it's manipulated and or suppressed. But here's how you know it's moving the way it should. So if you look at this currency, Turkish lira, this is how gold should be moving. You get a 500% return over Japanese yen and US dollar. And that's a solid trend since, oh, 2020. So three-year trend, you would have made 560% or sorry, 506% holding that. Um, It's a fairly fairly safe trade by the looks of it. Because why? Well, Turkey's inflation is 80% per year. So if you hold that, if you held that and still hold it, you'd be doing very well. Um another one to look at uh when it comes to the lira is
1: the euro Turkish Lira currencies, right? So there you go, 360% return. And it hasn't hasn't no, no sign of crashing. Your 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 YouTube uh gold
0: plugs won't tell you this trade. Uh your your Financial advisor won't tell you about this trade, but the trade right there on charts on TradingView live says it all. If you want to get maximum returns, right? And that's just full gold in a certain in a certain currency. It's it it blows my mind what I discover every day. <laughs> but when you go automated, uh, it's virtually unstoppable what you can do, and that's within a um, bad market. So another example could be. Uh, Everyone said I can't make money in crypto right now, but if you worked with that market making kind script for Bitcoin, you could make a lot of money with that Bitcoin with that with that script in Bitcoin or Ethereum. No questions asked, as long as you're on a um, an exchange that has high liquidity and high vol- volume for those particular crypto coins, like on Coinbase or Binance. Um, Anybody else got any comments or questions? So what I want to show you is the difference between Python and doing things with Python, which are very, very powerful. There is a screener available in Pinescript. I haven't worked with it in, sorry, there is a screener available in TradingView. I've not worked with it in Pinescript. I have done and built my own screeners, which I've just shown you in Python,
1: if that makes sense. Um yeah, uh I'm long on winsome Australia. What's
0: your uh symbol for that uh Graham? let's see if we could find it here
1: i I like learning about other stocks um let's see winsome winsome yards is that what we're looking at? oh, I see winsome resources, okay.
0: Oh, that's a very nice looking. Wow, very good. Remove, it. Remove all these, all these other ones here. That is really, again, that's a penny stock, obviously, but that has done extremely well. Um, yeah, I gotta note that one. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think that's an excellent stock to long in. I could see why. Um, yeah, you, why you would you'd want to hold that? That's a really good one. Okay, let me just
1: get that. Win some. That's Australia. Very nice. That's a good one. Thanks for that tip. Yeah, I looked it up. So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. The thing here is I don't like the
0: volatility here, um, but you could easily trade that on its own. Um, And $2. So is that, what kind of resource is that? Is that like an
1: iron or a metal? Like Like a... yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Any other questions or comments at all?
0: Yeah, as I said, I, I appreciate everybody that's hung on here for Dear Life for uh since this uh live stream started. But as I said, I'm gonna be more focusing on the programming side of TradingView on the Pine scripting. Um you know, I could talk about the Python as well, but from what I'm seeing in my audience outside of outside of uh, TradingView. Nobody cares about market analysis. They care about the automation side, the tech stuff. So that's what I focus on. Oh, so this is a lithium trade. Very nice. Um, Ontario has some penny stocks as well that focuses on lithium and uh, cobalt as well. Um, I can't really say a lot about lithium. Um, I haven't seen a lot of stocks involved with lithium. It's always the major metals, you know, the copper,
1: I'll just – I can give you another tip here if you want. Um, so I came across an interesting concept here. Um,
0: when it comes to the price of copper, copper copper is a early indicator metal. The use for uh, – it's, it's part of the value chain. So when you look at uh, – let me just see here. XCU-USD. So um that should come up. Okay, so this here's copper. Okay, XCU. So that's a CFD for copper. But um the thing about copper is when it spikes, usually what will happen is um that's an early indicator of China putting in orders for manufacturing. So when you start to see price of copper go up, that is China ordering specifically from australia because it's one of the largest resource uh resources for copper in the world is, is australia so when you start to see copper go up usually uh both Seng markets can go up as well as the chinese market so let me just pull that up as a relationship between the two um you could see here there is a somewhat a, a relationship here right here
1: so um I've seen, yeah, so that's uh weekly. Let me pull up the daily.
0: You can see that there is a somewhat of a relationship there. Yeah, EV, EV, and solar as well. Um, yeah, so copper, copper is a really good one. But the other thing to watch when it comes to this relationship is the um Australian US dollar as well. Um, because you'll see that as well so this is like three instruments that kind of move together have been lately um yeah i don't see australian here let me put that change that color to
1: um red or purple see if that takes i don't see it but anyways you could usually
0: if you overlay them with the australian dollar you could see that as well um but definitely copper and and uh the australian uh the australian ASX or sorry the copper as well as the cn50 which is the shanghai uh, top 50 companies in china move kind of together um and you'll also see that with the australian dollar currency as well so when you start to see the price of copper move up as you can see here um or once it starts to move up like these two bars that's an encouraging sign that china should be coming back uh, cuz right now i'd say that china's in a depression like like a literal depression cuz a lot of the factories have moved out to go to india so um uh yeah good question on the on the um Chilean. see with the Chilean, it's hard to say because um with the wan the they they show you the CFDs for Australia, sorry, the Forex with the US dollar, Australian US dollar, and the copper CFD as well as the CFD for the CN. There's nothing in there for Chile, but I wouldn't be surprised that Chile may, may do well as well. And the best way to find out is um, looking at an MSCI ETF for Chile. So let me just see if I could find uh, Chile ETF. Um so this one right here ECH and I have seen that we just see that might be the closest we would get exposure to Um ECH so an or yeah it looks like yeah it looks like it they kind of move together so stick with the Chilean um, MSCI ETF as an example um, Chile is a stock. Oh, I'm sorry. Chile. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, let me get rid let me pull that
1: up. I guess that's what you're seeing. You're seeing this as well, Graham. Um Chile. Yeah, I don't see it. You have a symbol for it? Oh, yes. Uh, FCX is is another great, great stock.
0: Um Yes, that is another very good one. Let me get rid of some of this. Uh, that would that's FCX, but that hasn't been doing too well lately. Um, but you can see the big swings here. But I mean, let me just pull up that a, a fresh chart there for that. FCX early in the year was a really good one. Yeah. Uh Freeport, because they they I think they 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 have the most amount of uh metals that they mine. So you can see here back in January, 357 all the way up to 430, and it's very low vol- volatility at that point. It has just dropped back and it's kind of gone choppy. So again, it's a good was a good stock. Another one out of that lot. Oh, I'm sorry, ham. So we want. F C X, yeah, yeah. See gap still. That's a daily chart, but still back in, uh, you know, early part of the year. Just did really well, and it's kind of drifted back. But um it's had a nice run there. If if you're willing to invest in it long term, the day trade this is kind of scary with these gaps, as I said earlier. Um. So Google Google long yes that that's another one I've seen as well that was doing pretty good see there's no very well there's gaps here as well um but on the gap down that's what you don't want to see um but Google's a good one as well Amazon has been pretty good as well and and Microsoft as well um you know but this is what you got to worry about is has it, has it, has it capped out as as it petered out now this trade um one trade uh okay so we all know about nvidia and their ai chips so it's kind of gone flat one company that i've seen is tsmc which is the um taiwan semiconductor manufacturing uh let's see if the how that's been doing oh, oh. but uh that
1: one's been doing pretty good lately Um yeah so that that was a good stock as well
0: ms shows head and shoulders yes i don't really hate to say i don't pay a lot of attention to the like classics um classic uh technical indicators like head and shoulders just because i'm i'm working off of of, uh of uh technical uh, of the data that i work with i've just shown you tonight um taiwan is sideways yeah i agree I agree. I just like things that trend. Oil's doing well. Certain um, some of the uh, currencies like the euro, huff, definitely the anything in Turkish lira, like gold or uh, euro and Turkish lira done really good. Those are the sort of trades I like. Um, or or better yet, long term. Uh, a lot of people don't know about this one. When last year was really bad, was uh, the USD Japanese yen. I mean. It's a simple trade, right? And, and is it going to start coming back? It looks like it's already reversing, continuing on with that long-term trend um, from 104 to 104 or 142. That's a big return. And that's just in two years. So that's a good, a big currency to have um, that's stable. And the same thing with uh, DXY. If you just want to be able to put money into something, have it get returns, and play golf for the rest of the week or month, even. Because these are very good, very good um uh, pairs to, to you know, set and forget as they call it, put it in the autopilot. So that's the sort of thing I like to see. Um, and very low volatile as well, and it just trends up, which is what I like to see. Um, any other questions or comments from people? Appreciate you guys coming in. Um, as you can see, I, I freewheel a lot. Um, But hopefully you've seen, if you've been watching, the differences between something like Python generating the data that I can provide in the ranking and the scoring to find really good both ETFs and stocks along with the categories I've shown earlier where they're performing, which are pretty well. The metals are doing really good. Um, Another one I've not talked about is real estate seems to be doing okay. Um, Let me pull up Tool Brothers as an example uh so tool brothers you can see their beautiful chart 36 to 80 dollars, and that's probably better than the magnificent seven and you can see there let me just pull up the daily here um really nice solid chart and and again what what, I, what, what you want to look for to see if it's a well-run company is enough demand you can see it's not collapsed in price with the, the government getting cut has not happened and you can see already, it's generating a few little green indicators. So I wouldn't be surprised if that will continue to move up. And there is a ETF around that as well. But Tool Brothers is a really good stock to have. There's a few other ones. And, you know, $80, man, from, from, uh, from $50 earlier in the
1: year. You know, that's probably – let me just pull up uh, NVIDIA just to compare it. NVIDIA. Yeah. Forget it. NVIDIA does blows the doors off it. Still, that's a pretty good stock.
0: <laughs> NVIDIA is an easy trade. Let's put it that way. A lazy, lazy man's trade. Uh as I said, any comments or questions anyone's got um at all? Um do these every Monday night, just so you know. So if you want, I'd strongly encourage you to follow myself on my account, and then uh you'll you'll get notice notifications on all my ideas mostly I focus on Bitcoin uh oils a big one gold and the doll the DXY I, I post about as well I would like to post other ones but it's not they're not as popular so I only post the popular stuff so um but I do do the um the uh, good old uh good old uh, stocks as well forex as well as I've been talking about all night so, yeah, if you like what you're seeing, just go over to one of my profiles, Telegram. I do have a uh, Discord available if people want that. I just don't find it engaging for my current group. Um, I just launched uh, Substack which has been very engaging, very very good. Um, I do have a YouTube. You'll find it all on my profile. And any other questions at all. If not, I'll give it a good evening. Or good day wherever you are. Um, just pull up, see if there's anything else. If you are special smart. Can I ask if you have Asperger like me? <laughs> I know of. <laughs> oh, G- JPXN. Uh, sorry, Jim, I missed those. Uh, JPXN. There is a couple of um, Japan um, ETFs that I've seen as well. I just don't know them, the names of them. It's remove that. That's kind of spotty as well, but it's still kind of doing okay. Um 57 to 66 dollars. But there there are some uh other um better performing Japanese stocks. Is that a Japanese? Oh, it's a Nikkei, that's why. Um, but there are there are ETFs that's focus on the yen as well. Um so Got out of BTC uh, got 17,000 sold at 2,500 or 25,000. Yeah. That's a good trade uh, as it, as it stands with Bitcoin. Um, I put out an idea. I think there's just better place to put money in with better performance. Um, if you want to trade via one of the trading scripts, like a market making, you could probably do very well using one of those scripts with automated trading and let it rip. Um, but uh, right now, it's 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 not volatile. But the problem is no momentum in Bitcoin, and it's been like that for last month. I like Bitcoin. I like Bitcoin. But you see, it's just been flat since June twenty third. I mean, how do you trade that, right? Personally, I think that's a lot to do with um, regulation is driving that. And now with the Bitcoin ETFs from like BlackRock, that's going to change. Bitcoin and that will be influ that those type of ETFs will hinder the performance of Bitcoin overall. So then there's Ethereum as well coming out. So other other coins like uh, XRP, which I had a lot of hope on, we can see here with that lawsuit and XRP winning and then drifting down. That's not a good sign. So crypto overall, I think has potential, but it's like when and where. There's no predictability to it. That's the problem. Uh, got something else. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if you're, you're asking me if I got something else or you, you got something else you want to, you want me to know about. Um, so the XRP is just, and those are the top three years, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and XRP. Uh, when Solana was moving, I did pretty good trading there. Um, a lot of the altcoins are doing well. And again, that's where you have the automation happening. Especially around uh, crypto or uh, in in Python, um, you can kind of do it on on trading view, but you don't know what's moving in trading view when it comes to crypto, um, and that's where you got a lot more flexibility when it comes to Python. That's one of the big advantages with it. Um I'll ta- I, I've seen this uh, stock as well. I can never say it. Let's see
1: here, Altasian. Um, so is it team that I'm wanting?
0: See that big gap and look what happens. The last two bars just comes back down. Um, I'd have to run it through my Python to let you know on the volatility. It's not bad, but I I like, I like, I like stocks that I shown earlier with that just nice solid run-up. Yeah, team, that's what I got here. Team. Yeah, but you can see here when you start to see these these negative or these red bars, it shows you that they don't hold up very strongly when the markets do do badly. With some of the other stocks, I've shown that just go through um, those, those um, bad that bad news and doesn't affect the stock at all. That's the kind of stocks that I'm on that are not so sensitive. I'm seeing here uh, some further example. If you
1: want to know, um, there's one called HAW. Um, let's see here. This
0: one, these are ones I just discovered. So this is hey
1: word. Um, okay. Stocks H A W. H A W, so you can see what I mean. Just a really nice, solid run
0: up, and when you had two, really three d- days last week, the stock's not affected by it. You know, it's gone from uh, right here, twelve dollars to fifteen bucks. That's ten percent, just a matter of uh, a couple of weeks, right? And um, but it's these drawdowns you want to be very careful of, obviously, but. This is a decent look at stock. Uh, there's another one here, MATMTG, Magic Investment Corporation, another really good stock. You can see there's no drawdowns whatsoever, just a really strong run-up. $12 back in uh, March, and now it's at 18 So it's a 50% run-up, uh, pretty strong. I could show you more like this, another one, ESNT. Uh, these are the ones I just discovered today. So I, I go through this daily, and I see these stocks all the time. So there's another one. See right here? Should I worry about that negative red bar from today? Well, we'll see it tomorrow. But it's it's really – and look at the volume here when the markets went bad. You know, you're looking again, $38 to $53. Solid run-up. Very good. Um, this one looks good as well, RF. Uh, regions, financial corporations, one of those independent financial investment banking. I'm not sure, but it's looking pretty good as a defensive play, 16 to 20. dollars So that's a 25% return, you know. And that's 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 when the big tech have kind of cooled off, and you still have some co- uh, companies and stocks out there performing. So that's what I'm looking for. Um,
1: so yeah, you so you sold team at 200. Uh yeah. Oh right. So
0: I guess yeah, you made money then for sure. I don't know what your entry point was. That's not bad. But uh you can see the kind of stocks that I look for um with those past five, six uh prior ones. But again, that's because I'm using the Python uh to rank score, go through the hot sectors I've shown earlier. Um, and that have been real good winners. The thing here is it depends how you want to play these. These are very good for long-term investment. Um, and you could definitely develop some really good strategies with PineScript to trade one-on-one with these and just day trade. I'll be probably working on those as I said over the next week. Um, on top of to day trade them, you know, like wait here to, to trade. And hopefully you'll make money here. And then you make profit. Um, but when you break that's on a daily chart, but if you break it down, in my case that I watch a two-hour chart, you can see here your your system may pick up a, a position here, and then you could lose money just just on these three, four bars over a four-hour period, or you may get lucky and some news item comes in and boom. And then you have a sit like your exits are good enough where it's just gonna start cutting that trade. Somewhere in here, but that's a huge move—sixty dollars on one stock, on a stock you've never heard of—and that's the sort of thing that I I, I look for. Um, now, when you properly optimize your your trading, looking for these top performing stocks, you could do very well. And this is this was August third, Thursday. That and that was, I guess, it, it. This before the news came out on from Fitch and did very well, instead it did get hit. But it may be on another recovery. I don't know what the news is on that stock, but it may be in early stages of recovery here. So it might be a good stock to jump into. I don't know, but there's thousands of stocks to pick from. But as I said, what you want, a high-performing, well-timed, and most of all, the least volatile stocks out there. I have to put on a
1: light. Hang on. So, yeah, I-, I should have key things. So anybody else got any questions at all? As I said, I'm back here
0: on Monday night, um, and uh, yeah, just if you're interested in seeing what I do outside of TradingView, yeah, just go to my profile and you'll see all my different social media, um, Telegram. I've got I do as I said. You can there is a Discord, but it's there's no engagement on it, at least for my group. Um, yeah, engagement's a hard thing outside of TradingView. That's why I do TradingView. Wait, okay, I'll wait um you know Graham's a rare one he's highly engaging that's why i'm still doing the uh stream here
1: <laughs> um
0: yeah but like i said when you do streams on training you're very restricted on what you can say it has to be non-promotional so obviously hey they make the rules you got to follow them um but i do will have of an ability to once i start developing The scripts that I'll I'll have an invite, um, an an invitation in those scripts that perform, and I'll profile them um, as they do well. Where where everything's working right now are the 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 performing stock, the high performing stocks. Like, and I've just shown you earlier tonight on when to time it based upon using the rune indicator uh, for a potential breakout. And um, we just went through one that did pretty good. So I'm waiting on uh, Graham to uh drop in a new stock. I'm I'm sure you know uh, Graham that I'm also we could do this next Monday as well. Um if you want. If you want, just just if if you got any questions, any of who is watching this, just just reach out to me via uh press private messaging. That's probably the best way to reach me and I can uh work and help out wherever I can. Cause as I said, I, I'm very restricted.
1: Um what I could say fuel cell let's take a look at this one all right um fuel fuel cell okay f c e l I may have seen the stock um okay, so that is in a two
0: hour time frame one day yeah it's it's just constantly declining um yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Um, is, is that gonna be a turnaround story that you know of, Rand? Um, I it just seems to be constantly uh
1: declining. The opposite that I'm looking for. I mean, if you want short it, that'd probably be a good stock. Um not sure on that. Any up? I can't say. Um
0: that if what's gonna drive that. It's gonna be a positive news story from that company. Also, what the what it depends on is its ability uh for forward guidance. Actually, what I could show you how to do that, you can what was that symbol? F C E L. Okay, so if you want one trick is on Yahoo Finance,
1: um, to know if it's nearing a bottom, uh Yeah, they don't. Okay, so if you go under analysis, so
0: this is not me speaking. This is an uh, uh, analyst looking
1: at this stock here. Uh, so it's tough to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, let me see if I can look at FMP.
0: Um Financial. I'm not sure if
1: I have my login working for financial modeling prep. Uh, Let's see here if I'm logged in or not. Yeah, I'm still logged in. So that's FCEP. That's F-C-E-L. So anybody could join this. Yeah, f c e l let's see here f c e l boom let's see how that what what what's coming out of this so one year performance yeah it's it's nothing but declining um let's see what else is there from it uh yeah see see it's had a decent year yeah, it's not looking like a great company here. Um, I don't know what more I can tell you on it. Financial statements, uh, revenue. Yeah, it's been declining. It's
0: kind of coming back. It's up and down. Oh, that's. Uh, oh, so yeah, its revenue is looking good. But you see, here's the problem cost of revenue, 160.
1: So it has negative. No profit. So that's what they got to work on. And the other thing is, if you look at uh, the
0: Ford guidance, if there is Ford guidance, um, I think this has financial Ford guidance. I just can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's losing money. That's probably why it's not doing too good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd probably start looking at better stocks. I've, I've given you a, a good set of samples already There's these ones right here etd well haw mtg esnt rf look pretty good yeah it might be tax relief i don't know i can't say it's hard hard to say um other than that uh i'm not sure what more i could tell you but like i said i'm on these uh every monday night at 7 p.m so if you want to come back on the next one we can definitely Try another batch of stocks and other instruments as well. Um are you a follower of mine as well? If not, just follow me and uh you can message me as well. I could try to help you out. Anybody else got questions or comments? If not, I'll do a going once, twice, three times, and then we'll call it a night. Um, uh, usually I try to keep it top it at uh well I'm beyond my one and a half hours, but that's okay. So going once, uh Go on twice, go on three times. All right, guys, uh, folks, thanks for watching me. Uh, this will be available once it's all rendered. Same with my YouTube and all that. So thanks for watching. Hopefully you got some stuff out of this. Have a good day,
1: night, wherever you are. Over and out. Later.